Last week, it was Drag Race UK Season 3, Episode 1. We had two loops in the runway. Crystal Versace won, and Anubis had to sashay away. Welcome to the Drag Race Recap Show for Drag Race UK Season 3, Episode 2, Dragaton. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser like Razor. And you might know us from our award-winning Not Really podcast, You're Welcome America, where in every episode we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. If I can welcome. And for the next nine weeks, we're going to be your hosts as we recap the third season of Drag Race UK. Okay. For the mini challenge in this episode, the queens play a shady game of Rupert Market's Sweep and then go on to perform in a Peloton-inspired <laughs> main stage performance called Dragaton. We'll get to that. And on the main stage, the category is Red Carpet Showstoppers. Uh, Christopher Versace is named the winner for a second good goddamn week in a row. Yeah. And the bottom two queens are Electra Fence and Vanity Milan. And they lip sync to the best song ever. <laughs> <laughs> and Vanity is told Shantae you stay and Electra Fence is told to sashay away okay babes let's have a look at that mirror from last week now first of all I just want to say so Nubis is written in the mirror with the lipstick I love how someone's saying that the curse of Brighton yes. lives on because <laughs> obviously last year meet Joe Black we, we tried to meet meet her a couple of times it just didn't just didn't stick did it <laughs> I do love the idea of the curse of Brighton it just is so funny <laughs> That Pebble Beach. Oh, Fraser in that Pebble Beach. I uh, I loved Electra here wiping off the lipstick, and she's so short that she couldn't quite reach the mirror, <laughs> so she was really struggling. Um, we then get into the storyline about Vicky Scone. Um, she's hurting. She's hurt her knee. Yeah. So she basically it was she did a knee slide during that lip sync that she did against Crystal, and she's she said something something happened, and there's a really good close up of just her ripped tights. I know <laughs> little hole in the knee. So we hole. They love those knee slides in that Drag Race UK, don't they? We don't get them. There's a lot of collapsing to your knees and sliding on your knees in the mm. UK. You don't get that a lot on US Drag Race. I, I wonder with Vicky Scone. I wonder if she normally does that or if she just was like, I need to, I, I, I want to win. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I, oh, I just give a shout out at this moment to Scarlett Harlot. Um, she just said, you know, in terms of the competition heating up, she talked about how it, it's boiling over <laughs> and the water's all over the floor. And now there's a hole in the floor. <laughs> yes, she, they, they did her dirty, but also did her well by letting, leaving in the whole of that thing that she was trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a mess. I really, she's, she's really starting to become like a great talking head of this season. Scarlett and Kitty are like the two. They're like basically narrating the whole show. Producer's dreams. Yeah, completely. I like the way Scarlett always finishes things and she's like, oh, 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 oh. oh side note. And I can't say what it was, but yesterday I was in a Skype call with Alyssa Edwards. Oh. <laughs> Talk about a producer's dream. She was constantly just like, was that good enough? Do you want me to try something again? Can I do it again for you? What can I do? Can't say what it was for, but we had a lovely time. Oh my God. And I just said to her, thank you on behalf of the queer community. I had to. Had yeah, to. It's true. It's true. Should we get to that workroom, babes? Yes. So the next day they were coming in and they're kind of just talking about, you know, Crystal's win. And she's wearing a fabulous leopard coat in this episode. So we come in the next day and Crystal's being very cocky about her win. And she's wearing a fabulous, like fluffy leopard coat, which mm. I really, really liked. Mm. I really had to take the time to enjoy that look and also really enjoy Electra's look. She was wearing like a, she's wearing like a very Matrix inspired kind of pleather, shiny coat, but with a, a string of pearls. It was very like a classy lady does the Matrix. Quick side note in the Matrix. Number one. In school, in high school, we did a musical production of Godspell and my friend's mum, who was the drama teacher, got carried away with the creative direction of it. And she said it was Matrix inspired. So it was a Matrix inspired version of Godspell. Oh, so there's a lot of scaffolding wrapped in, in bubble wrap and then spray painted silver. And I know you also have a good pitch for um, a Matrix reboot. We're going to ignore the reboot that's about to happen. What's your pitch? Oh God, what was my pitch? My pitch was for Nicole Byer to play Morpheus. Yeah. <laughs> that's really the whole thing she's hanging on i want i want to do a gender a gender flip matrix with nicole byer as morpheus everything else will fall into place after that sold 100 sold <laughs> also um friends and as i say friends and family everyone listening out there go after this go on youtube and google sex in the city matrix it is the most phenomenal parody of the matrix of all time <laughs> and has a much higher budget than it ever should have had <laughs> anyway okay oh i love the moment here by the way 
where someone shouted, um, who's going to bring it today, girls? And everyone shouted, me. And then I just heard Vicky Scon saying, my left leg. <laughs> so just one other quick note before we get into Rue's message. Ronnie G wearing a, I believe we call it in the UK, a rugby top, which is a like a rugby style shirt or t-shirt yeah long sleeved but it was cropped i know really interesting style i like that and she has a, a, a like a belly button piercing oh i really enjoyed that whole look it was like a strange it was a good like mask femme kind of mashup mashup which i really enjoyed love it so rue's message as always doesn't make any sense but it ends with her saying i'm looking for a queen who knows how to work with sweaty balls in her face any volunteers so at this point, Rue pops in, and because Crystal Versace won uh, last week, um, they play, well, they don't really play a game, but there's like a bit of business, as we would say in the yeah. UK when you're producing a TV show, just, just need a bit of business. Yeah, and incredibly, like, again, kind of, I keep saying reverse engineered a lot recently, but really reverse engineered from what they wanted to do was just like, let's get Crystal to hand out some shady awards. Yeah. Like, how can we do that? <laughs> uh, someone Then someone's like, supermarket sweep? Rupert Market Sweep. Okay, fine. We'll just, we'll put a weird set of a supermarket and make her like one by one find stickers, even though we're telling her where to look. It was very odd. Yeah. We get another, and also another strange moment of the Brit crew working from home. I feel bad for them because they clearly just are not going to be in studio for any of this season. It must be like a COVID thing. It must be like the maximum number of people in the studio. Maybe some of the queens <laughs> get whittled away. The Brit crew can join us. Yeah. It's, it's just this. I feel bad for them. I just feel like they're not getting their like, the, the very tiny moment that they already have has got even more kind of diminished. I think they will later with fewer queens and yeah. there's more challenges where they use the Brit crew. I think that's what's yeah. going to happen. Okay, so here, play this game in quotation marks, Rupert Market Sweep. Um, okay, so Crystal Versace has to assign stickers to queens that best describe them. So first up is the the phrase star by, who's our, her biggest competition? Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. This. So yeah, she, she assigns this to Victoria Scone. And then actually at the end of this challenge, she has to kind of go through and justify everything. And that's when she makes a very ill, ill advised and mean joke about Victoria's weight. Yeah. Because um, she's referring to the biggest competition. Yeah. And then Vicky Scone says, Oh yeah, it's nothing to do with me almost beating you last week. Yeah. <laughs> and Rue also calls her out for that as well at the end. It's like, well, she did. She did basically almost beat you. Yeah. We'll, well, we'll get, we're, we're going to come back we to are, this. We'll, we? we'll circle back to that. And yeah, next up is a bargain bin sticker, which is the person with the trashiest taste. And you got it. <laughs> Didn't you? <laughs> My girl, River Medway. <laughs> the tea <laughs> me, of coffee. <laughs> me of this season, River Medway. Oh, wait a minute. If you're River Medway, who, who am I? Uh-oh. Am mm. I anyone? Uh... Let's circle back to that too. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm trying to think of the meanest thing I can come up with. So oh, give lovely. Me, give me a second. So then we had um, trade of the season and that went to hell of a day. Fair. Yeah, fair enough. Although I, I did note that hell of a day out of drag is very attractive, but also looks like possibly every man in the UK. <laughs> he does. He looked, yeah, he really does. <laughs> the thing is, I think he's more attractive in his boy drag than his, his woman drag. Yes. I have to say, I don't think he makes a great looking queen. Which is sometimes often the way yeah. with handsome, um, handsome men. Yeah. 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 I struggle with that. Don't I? <laughs> <laughs> you do. You're so good looking. Your drag is, it's just, yeah, it's tough. So I actually make a great queen. <laughs> I'm my queen. She's definitely like a redhead and she's fucking trouble. Uh, that what a shocker yeah <laughs> so uh and then we have the out of date sticker so that's for the totally irrelevant queen and that goes to ronnie i just wrote here ronnie g in a crop top <laughs> yeah it's a little mean and then finally uh bog off which stands for buy one get one free <laughs> uh, but it's basically they're using it the term bog off in the uk is telling someone to leave so they're using it in that context and that is going to represent the next queen that should be eliminated or is going to be eliminated and she gives it to electra fence who's basically like oh i wonder who she's going to give it to yeah so it's kind of meant to be a shady moment but it doesn't quite work because <laughs> yeah. electra kind of calls it out good for her then we get announced the maxi challenge of the episode. The fucking maxi challenge. Oh my god. Well, actually, at this point, I shouldn't 
at this point i'm not annoyed because i'm thinking if we're just doing this as if we're watching the episode at this point i'm not annoyed no I'm like i'm like okay a fun maxi challenge so this is going to be rue says basically you're going to all become dance instructors for my new online fitness concept dragaton so it's going to be a peloton inspired kind of challenge i was like okay fun fitness mm-hmm. fitness instructors silly okay so at this point, they get split into three groups. Yeah, we don't need to get, I, I think, into who's in each group because I don't think right now we really remember who anyone is. But there are three groups. There's the rider dies. They're going to be in the stationary bikes. They're the ball busters. They're going to have big exercise balls. And then there's the baby sizers. And they're the yummy mummies with babies. At this point, I just wrote, Kitty, she did another Austin Powers reference. She went, yeah, baby. I'm like, are we doing this? Is our Austin Powers references coming back? I think so. Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Anything you want to add to that before we talk about them in the workroom? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so yeah. So we, we kind of split off into groups at this point. And Crystal is talking about how she's kind of worried she's going to be the weak link of their group. Oh, that's just, that's me just, that was almost like one of the noises on Drag Race, like the, the rattle. <laughs> the shade rattle. The shade rattle. <laughs> yeah, because she, she's basically saying, I have no dance experience. So she's worried that she's going to kind of not do well in this one. And then actually, Ronnie, Ronnie G kind of says, does a good job of like summing up the, basically that she went too far with the, the joke about Victoria. She's like, you took some low blows. And then she kind of says, like, gave some low blows, gave some low blows. Sorry. Yeah. And then basically like, but I'm not going to, we're not going to take anything personally in the group. Cause it's basically her and, uh, who's, who else is it in their group? That's got us, got a sticker. Oh, we've got, uh, so in their group is crystal river medway. Yes, exactly. So she kind of says like, we're not going to have any hard feelings. Yeah. I mean, I like this moment because Crystal's showing her weakness. She's not, even though she won last week, she's like, do you know what? I'm worried about the choreography. Mm. And then Ronnie G is stepping up to the plate being like, okay, we all have our different strengths. We can do this. Great leader. Yeah. Oh, well, that's when she lists all the different things that they bring. And she says that she brings professionalism, which made me laugh. She, d- she, does. she does. It's true. It's just a very funny trait to bring. <laughs> what do you bring? What's, what's your strength? <laughs> professionalism. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> very, not very up. fun, but I guess it's good. <laughs> uh, oh yeah at this moment as well um kitty when rue comes around kitty says that she thinks she's trade of the season and rue laughs just a bit too hard oh yeah <laughs> kitty's like all right oh yeah so this is the rue walkthrough oh yeah i've kind of combined the both of them okay. really is that okay with you oh she's not happy no she's not but yeah you're you're yeah you're right so i i loved that moment when she said she's the trade of the season they i, I feel like they added in an extra like 10 minutes of rue laughing i think it felt like it was like a super cut of rue laughing from like every season of drag race it just went <laughs> on and on and on and actually i thought that uh, ronnie g made a good joke in the walkthrough when when kind of rue asked oh why did you get the kind of the out of date sticker and she said it's because i'm so last season i was like do you know what ronnie Solid. Professional. Professional. A solid professional joke, which I like. Ronnie Professional G. Um, and, and then I laughed as well because Rue asked Crystal where she gets her fashion sense from and she said the media. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And at this point, she talks about how growing up, she's been very, very skinny. Mm. And so she wanted to go to drag so she could sort of become a different creature and, and use her skinniness. Look, totally get it, but it's it's always well. We're in murky territory here, aren't, already, yeah. aren't we? But it's always hard hearing about people's skinniness, yeah. Um, particularly someone who's so so young. But you know what? We're not going to get into that yeah. because there are bigger fish to fry. Oh shit! No, I didn't. I did not mean that <laughs> as a pun at all. There are other things at stake later on in the episode. Okay, moving on. Baby sizers. Yeah. So uh, Victoria kind of touches on not being that happy about the the fat jibe that was made about her yeah which is fair enough and then one of my favorite non-rivalries is ella mentions like one of her strengths is she's music musical theater trained and it's like <laughs> and we get a shot of ronnie g being like <gasps> and it's just, it's just a shot of ronnie g from just like it could have been from last season yeah, completely <laughs> it's just any shot of ronnie g just looking blank faced they, they love doing that and then charity case uh, showcases her american accent for rue to uh pretty flat result it was fine <laughs> it was completely it was, fine it was whatever <laughs> um so that yeah they're the the baby sizes the yummy mummy group so in that group we've got two dancers yeah crucially we've got two dancers but the others less so the dancers are 
who are the dancers again? It's Victoria and Ella. That's right. But obviously Vicky, yeah. she's got that, she's got that dodgy knee. Well, she says they, she's, cause at one point she says, oh, we, we went to the same uh, dance school. The, the two of them, but I'm really like curious to know what dance school that is. <laughs> Sylvia Young. Sylvia Young. Uh, Italia Conte. <laughs> Italia Conte. Oh my God. We spend way too much time talking about those two drama schools. Vicky, actually, thinking about it, Vicky Scone and Ella Day are very British dance school, aren't they? They really are. Oh. They stink of, they stink of the Brit School of the Arts. <laughs> Brit School of the Arts created Amy Winehouse. And Jesse J. And Jesse J. Right. The <laughs> final <Jay>. group. <laughs> Jesse J. The final group, the Ballbusters. Um, now, I like this moment because Teresa, straight away, she kind of pretty much puts her hands up and says, look, I I just want to say that, look, you know, they have the beauty and the bodies. Mm. Um, I have a body that my mum gave me. <laughs> She's so funny. Oh, and I also just love someone just straight away, yeah. just like, this is the situation we're in. Yeah. Here's what I do and do not have. We're going to have to work with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And actually, I feel like on Drag Race a lot, you hear someone say, okay, this isn't my strength, but I'm going to bring it. And that's always quite an empty, it's usually that week that that person goes home, but she says it and she truly does do what she said she's going to do. Like, yeah. it's not often that people kind of follow through on that. It's normally a bit of like a wafty sentiment that you say to Rue when you're absolutely shitting yourself, but she does it. Yeah. And she did it. Love Teresa. The oh, thing- she's so good. Oh, she's so good. Also... If you think about it, she's, is she a little older? I can't remember if she is or not, but she's essentially, she's emigrated to the UK. She's learned a mm. language. She's integrated herself. She's become a queen. I mean, th- that's a lot of hard things yeah. to do. Nothing can phase her. Although Rue does phase her here because <laughs> yeah. she's very nervous in front of Rue. She's scared in front of Rue, in fact. <laughs> and she says that, that, pe- that prayer in Spanish that made me laugh. <laughs> right. Do you know what? Should we go rehearse? Let's limber up and go to dance rehearsals with Strictly's Oti Mabusi. Now, Oti <laughs> Mabusi, she is a goddess. Uh-huh. She also, did she also do The Greatest Dancer in the UK? Yes, she did. So, um, The Greatest Dancer was a short-lived uh, dance competition that our girl Cheryl Cole, who's incredible, not Cheryl Hall, Cheryl, <laughs> Co- Cheryl Cole, she was a judge in as well. And it was really fun because the judges danced with their teams. They yeah. weren't just sitting behind a panel and OT was on fire. On she is well. just the most gorgeous person ever. <laughs> oh, she's great on drag race as well. Yeah. We'll, she really gets it. And we'll talk about her look later. Oh my Lord. What was- <laughs> Okay, so they are doing the choreo. First of all, the the group with the stationary bikes. That bike choreo is pretty hard. Yeah, it was insane. There was a, to to be getting to just to get on and off of a uh, like a peloton bike. Anyway, it's kind of like a like a spinning bike. It's quite like a. It's quite tough. <laughs> How many times have you got like your foot stuck yeah. in one of those things? Let, but never mind being in a giant heel. Teresa really sums it up best here. She says, does dancing and riding a bike go together? Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, she really, This is this where she says that she's, even though she's not getting it, she's going to hold onto that bike like it's the juiciest, thickest dick. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to ride it until I die. <laughs> she is. She's so funny. Oh, <laughs> Teresa. Okay. We've also got the baby sizers here. Oh yes, Miss Scarlet Harlot and Charity Kiss. They are struggling. I just wrote Ella is magnifique, and then I just wrote Vicky will be fine. Yeah, yeah, because she's she does tell Ochi at the beginning about her injury, doesn't she? And she yeah. kind of flirts with her as well. And I did see on Twitter that she's like trying to start a campaign to get Ochi to like follow her on Twitter, and so Aww. she can flirt with her. But yeah, Scarlet made me laugh because she's not getting it, and she's <laughs> she's so like tall and skinny and she describes herself as a prime pragmatic on steroids <laughs> she's she's a bit oh my god what's um from a couple of years ago elder barge who was that who got oh, to the yes, finals yes crystal method crystal method they've got <laughs> yeah. a similar kind of like like it's like their bodies are yeah. are those inflatable yes. men outside um uh, a car tire, dealership. yeah, a car yeah. dealership. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like Mr. Tickle. That's a UK yes. reference. She is for very, you. she is very Mr. Tickle. <laughs> I want a really big shout out to Charity Case's rehearsal look. Gorgeous. I can't remember what was it. It was a purple tie dye tracksuit, and she had a pink like iridescent scrunchie holding her hair up on no. top of her head. She looked great. Like I genuinely. Like I'm gonna get a, a purple tie dye tracksuit now because I sure. loved it. She looked so good. She's struggling, but it doesn't matter because she looks amazing. 
That's scrunchy. Well, we'll see. And also, side note, I think you'd suit purple. Thank you. Yeah, like a like a purple tie dye, almost verging on a raspberry ripple, but more purple. Yes, that's exactly what the color was. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right, I'm going to find one after okay, this. Cool. <laughs> um, the ball busters. Oh lord. So speaking Ron- of what people are wearing, <laughs> professional Ronnie is very serious with the stretching and appears to be wearing just like a pair of of hot pants. Oh, actually, question for you. Yeah. In school, in high school, and younger. What this is this is going to sound creepy, but just bear with me. <laughs> what was the girls' PE kit like? Their gym mm. kit. What did you have like a specific one you had to wear for your school? God, do you know what? I actually can't remember because we had we had like uniforms for every occasion. Yeah, but our gym kit, the girls had to wear these like royal blue hot pants oh and i remember every two years <laughs> a more progressive girl would always like start a campaign to get right. rid of the hot pants no clue if they're still there or not <laughs> but that's kind of what ronnie was wearing yeah i i think it was a i think it was a leotard oh was it i think it was a a shorts a shorts leotard so it wasn't a full oh. leotard with like a a pant element but i think it was like a almost like a wrestling like a wrestling leotard i think Got it was like it. a maybe the word singlet would be used to describe it. Mm. It was, it was, it was pretty skimpy. Good for her. It was a, a full shot of like, her like gooch and right up the bum. <laughs> I just, I just wrote here. I think they're going to win. Yeah. They were, they were pretty, a pretty cohesive group. I do like that. Ronnie was also wearing, wearing her heels, but she was wearing like a fun, like a fun sock underneath. Oh, like, well, cause she's professional. She's like, I'm going to test out the heel, but I'm still going to be comfortable with a sock. Yeah, wear them. Dancing. But you know what? I'm going to wear them in with the sock, and then I'll save <laughs> it for the main stage. Actually, and Kitty, Kitty made me laugh. She's talking about that outfit. She just she, she goes, "Oh, Veronica, love, just throw on a cardi or something." It's like, <laughs> oh, she is the just such a talking head queen. Throw on a cardi, a cardi, which is a cardigan. Yeah, that's oh, and calling her love as well. <laughs> when you were um, pre pre COVID days, when you worked in an office, did you have like an office cardi? Of course, I did. Working in LA, you've got to have an office cardi. I have an office cardi, just like a. I'd have a little merino wool one from Uniqlo just in the back of the yeah, seat. Because I worked in the in Burbank, which essentially is like working on the surface of the sun yeah. during the summer. And I'd go out and get my lunch and be like dying. And then you'd have to come back and wrap yourself in your office cardi. Oh, yeah, get a bit chilly. Lovely. Ooh. Missed that. Oh, so <laughs> shall we go to the workroom? Yes. This is this is performance day. We're back in the workroom, and they're kind of gathered around the table, chatting about what's going on. And I think there's a general consensus they're all quite nervous because the choreo does seem kind of crazy for this challenge. Yeah. And Victoria, they're asking Victoria about her kind of her knee, and she says that she maybe did went a little bit too hard and didn't kind of rest it enough. And this is my favorite moment. Electra says, "Is that going to hinder you, kind of you know moving forward?" And they got to Kitty in the interview. She goes. Yeah, of course it's going to hinder her. She's hurt her knee and it's a dance challenge. <laughs> it really made me laugh because it's clearly like just a producer note. It's like, ask Victoria about her leg, but it just, yes. I love that. Um, uh, Victoria, I have <laughs> yeah. a question for you. What was I going to yeah. Oh, uh, will that hinder you? Was hinder the right word? Um, so we've got a few different things going on here. Uh, Kitty and Charity Case, they're sharing clothes. And I just wrote, lovely. Yeah, and there was a, a real small moment. I don't know if you noticed it, but... Uh, there was a great moment where I think it was, yeah, it was Electra fence where someone was using a steamer and they just cut really quickly to Electra and she's walking through the smoke of the steamer saying tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be and doing a stars in their eyes reference, which is a UK TV show where people would dress up as, uh, famous singers and performers them. Yes. But then celebrity stars in their eyes came on and it was like celebrities dressing up as yeah. other celebrity singers. Oh my God. It was and it, yeah. If you ever want to look into a very questionable things, no. there's many, no. many bad things that happened on stars in their eyes where people, white people performed as like as black people. It's really, really crazy. Do you know, side note that was still happening in Italy up until I think last year oh and they finally banned it. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, so yeah, it was nice Kitty and Charity Case sharing clothes because yeah. they're so different. You know, Kitty's all pink and bubbly and Charity Case is, I mean, she's just an alt out there gal. Yeah. Um, okay, now. This is the main, <laughs> the crux of this, this scene. So Vicky S and uh, Vicky's Vicky gone. <laughs> Sorry, it's getting shorter and shorter. <laughs> Vicky's gone and Crystal Versace, they're sitting beside each other. Um, doing their makeup and Crystal says, you know, I'm glad we're sitting beside each other. I just, I want to apologize. And she's very sincere in her apology, yeah. which I really appreciate. And Vicky Scone here, she reveals that she 
growing up, particularly as a dancer, she had an eating disorder um, uh, at, at dance college. And she was talking about how the theatre and dance industry, they have when you're in it, you have to look a certain way. And that's why she's doing drag because mm. no one tells you how you have to look. So while she's in a good place now, it's a bit triggering hearing comments like that. And I think one of them points out they've both had issues with their bodies. Yeah. And I do think, I think that Crystal, she explained herself pretty well in the sense that she kind of was like, oh, I was in front of Rue. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be like shady and I, I just went for something that was just there. And I think, yeah, it was just, it was a truly like misguided she thought she was being funny, but yeah. it was just like, I don't know. I, I believed, I believed her apology completely. I did too. She's, She's just young and like, doesn't quite, she just was just showing off basically. <laughs> to use like a real parent term. Stop showing just, off. You were just showing off and you went too far. Don't make a scene. <laughs> she She's interesting because, uh, Christopher Sachi, because she is young. She's 19. So when that, <laughs> 19. 19. So when she did that immature comment, I'm like, yeah, of course she did. But yeah. I think it's very grown up the way she then deals with it. Completely. So I've got a lot of respect Completely. for that. Um, Electra then talks about how she's got lots of freckles in her body and she wanted to bleach herself growing up I know. bleach her skin oh but i think she's really attractive <laughs> oh yeah side note. yeah i'm really into is she electro. for you yeah okay <laughs> i was just trying to think who's for me elevate i i'm not interested in elevate like i get it but she looks like everyone oh, she's moved on okay <laughs> um but electra She's now got her her partner who tells tells him how much you know how amazing and beautiful she is, and I just thought it was a lovely like turnaround. Um, and oh, then yeah, yeah. So Vanity kind of talks about how even in her own family she gets described as the dark sheep of the family because she's oof. darker skinned than the rest of her family. And then kind of talks about I thought this was interesting because actually she's now the she's now addressed the fact that she's the only black queen on this season, so she's feeling like a lot of extra extra pressure to kind of yeah. represent but she's great so it's good and then a beautiful button at the end oh, of this gorgeous button vicky scone says look at this lovely conversation we just had all stemming from crystal calling me fat and everyone just goes <laughs> and then crystal's like no perfect yeah v- vicky scone is a real she's professional oh and funny now on that note let's go take a little break and then we'll go to the main stage Ooh. And we're back. I'm just turning up the lights on that board, moving that light around. Something's happening. So Rue comes out in a, I describe this as gorgeous, slinky, black, iridescent dress. I described it as evening gown, Barbie. Yeah, gorgeous. Just Mm. another, just gorgeous. So yes, we are on the main stage and we have Michelle on the panel. We've got Alan Carr, his tag teaming with Graham Norton. Our gram. Our gram. Loved it when uh, Rue talked about, you know, Alan, like, do you work out? You know, you know how are you with fitness? And he, and he says, my body's a temple in ruins. What? Classic. And then we've, of course, got Oti Mabusi. And I've just written, what is she wearing? She's doing a, I, I think of it as a mashup. It's like a 1920s Miss Havisham. Oh, okay. <laughs> if Miss Havisham <laughs> survived, didn't, didn't die in the attic, and then like, was in the twenties. It was kind of that look. Yeah. All, really fun. All I wrote is she's having fun. She is. <laughs> I loved her wig. Her wig was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> so we then watch the Dragaton performance. <sighs> I mean, we're, what do we say? Okay. What do we do? How do we handle this babe? Okay. So I'm going to just, I'm just going to give some overall thoughts rather than going okay. through each kind of okay. segment. Here's, here's my issue is that, it was meant to be a Peloton challenge that were meant to be high energy fitness instructors. And the problem with that is everyone was screaming. Oh my God. <laughs> everyone was screaming at the top of their lungs. And naturally I think there's a tendency to go into kind of a very like, for, especially for any Queens from not from up North, there's a tendency to go into like East end kind of, that kind of voice. So I felt like everyone was doing pretty much everyone was doing the same voice and it was just really hard to understand what everyone was saying because everyone was screaming and talking really, really, especially that opening bit where they're all together. I I couldn't, I I couldn't tell what was happening. These are our people. We are from this country. I didn't understand 65% of the words. No idea what they were saying. So much shouting. I will give a shout out, pun intended, to Kitty. I thought she did the best with that like low, shouty voice. 
poor Christopher Versace was then trying to copy it yeah. and it just didn't quite work. I kept on thinking if I were there, I would have just done the opposite to everyone. I would, Hello. Hi. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of breath and I have no energy. Like something like that. Yeah. Cause I felt like, I felt like once they went into the individual segments, I think there were standouts within that group cause they got to kind of calm down a little bit. I thought that in the bike group, Teresa was the absolute standout. She was so funny. Mm -hmm. She basically, there was a moment where they were doing a hair whip and the other two were whipping the hair and she was just moving her head from side to side. It was just, (laughs) she completely did what she said she was going to do, which was do do it her way. And she was funny. Um, I liked that at one moment there was a shout out to janet from norwich that just made me laugh because i was like yep that's me i am janet from norwich and and yeah and i i think there was such a so because what they didn't really touch on was that the ball group was going to have this like weird rock and roll theme so they were all doing this kind of like edgy rock they were the most shouty i couldn't oh my god i didn't know what was happening during the ball moment they were just screaming uh, yeah like and completely you're right crystal was just like was she went off the charts. I didn't know what was happening. And yeah, you, you're completely right. Kitty was the only one in that group that kind of managed to still be shouting and be energetic, but like she kind of slowed down and was very like enunciated and was very clear. She pulled it off. Yeah. Look, this is not Kitty's wheelhouse. Yeah. This, but she, do you know what? She tried really hard yeah. and she looked amazing. I think later on they said that she looked like an anime <laughs> fitness character, which she kind of Oh did. no, that was Crystal. They said looked like an anime. Oh yeah. That's who I'm saying. Oh about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm saying Crystal. Yeah. She, um, this is not her real house. She yes. didn't, you know, she, she tried really hard and at least her look was, was great. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, but she looked a bit Sailor Moon actually. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the yummy mummy group was, that was real, that was tough. Oh, yeah, was I just, just oh. that was just rough and tough. But what I did, what I did really like, I really liked Charity Case's look. I like that she is completely not doing like week one was very Halloweeny. We were, I was a little bit like, Oh, is this just going to be her whole thing? But she just completely did like a yummy mummy look. And I thought she looked great. Yeah. I think the judges mentioned that as well. Yeah. I promise she's just such a flailer and that's <laughs> fine, but she kept looking at the others. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. Oh. That group was, that group was tough. Cause okay. poor Vicky, Vicky's gone had to do it sitting down on that stool, <laughs> the, prop, the props department. It's like, Oh shit. Have we got a stool? And like someone had to go to like the, spray the stool. Someone had to go to like the canteen at the BBC, <laughs> the commissary translation to go get a stool. Where is this film? Is it Pinewood? Oh, great question. Don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Feels like stinks at Elstree to me. Does but, it? You know. Right. That's just some studio chat for the UK <laughs> listeners. Um, I just wrote in general, this was a good idea that didn't quite work. And then at the end, the whole malfunction thing. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I don't want to relitigate the whole thing, but it felt like what they should have done is do like the intro bit where they were all screaming. That should have been talking, and then they should have screamed during their individual segments. That would have it would have gone up to that level. That would have been fine, but it should have started with like a "Hi, welcome to Peloton." Like it should have been way more like start at a lower level. But yeah. you live and you learn, don't you? All I'll say is right at the, the end, the judges aren't really laughing much. No, Drew was like. <laughs> 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 Rue had a great frozen smile. There was a couple of really funny cutaways of Rue just going like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, she must have not understood a single word anyone yeah. was saying. Okay. Runway. Runway. So this category is red carpet showstoppers. Lovely generic category. Sometimes it's nice to like have a breather and for it just to be like, look nice. <laughs> mm. Okay. What would your look be? Red carpet showstoppers. Ooh. I feel maybe this is encroaching a little bit on or something Lil Nas X did recently, but I've always wanted to pay homage to Little Kim's purple dress where she had one boob out oh, with yeah. the seashell. That would probably be something along those lines, but I'd have like both boobs out. Mm. I'm trying to think what I would do. I mean, someone does reference the special K dress later on, which I do really appreciate. <laughs> Something like Special K and I've got like a bowl of cereal. Or do I want to go Jessica Rabbit meets Jerry Hallowell at the Brit Awards where her boobs fell out? I mean, yeah. Oh my god, I don't know. Red, red is not my color. Mm. I mean, red hair, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, because you, you being a redhead in a red dress. Although Jessica Rabbit does pull that off, or is her dress purple? Uh oh. Uh oh. No, she's red. Red. The thing with Jessica Rabbit is she's not real. Ah. Oh, she's got mm. purple gloves. Right. First <laughs> up, we've got Teresa, and she's in a self-described flamenco ho dress. So it's a green dress, yes. isn't it? And a headpiece that she says is actually part of her wig and not a headpiece. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> I love that. That's really like, sh- okay. Like, e- either way, I'm, I, 
it, it's yeah okay it's like oh no no, no but have you looked <laughs> this is actually part of the wig it's not it's a it's not a hat i'm really starting to fall in love with Teresa's makeup and the and like her she has a very specific era that she looks like she kind of looks like 1940s but modern and i'm really starting to like just i don't really know what point i'm trying to make here but i'm just i love looking at her face Mm-hmm. I love her. I think I think she's one hundred percent is my favorite person in I this know. show this season. She's just such a she's so warm. Yeah, and I'm I'm a little worried because I'm hanging my like you know I'm getting too excited about her too early, and I'm worried I don't want something bad to happen. I, I yeah, I mean she's. I know we've already got River Medway, who is the Tia Coffee of this season, but there are elements of Tia Coffee to Teresa. Yeah, she's just she's got a lot of a lot of heart, and she's funny, and she's good. Yeah, and she's just so unique. Yeah. Right, so Electra. Next up, next up is Electra. Okay, so she's in this oh, very God. strange, this very strange kind of grey, kind of hooded robe. But I do, she did make me laugh when she said that she's because she has that pink kind of bouffant hair, and she described it as Auntie Julie hair. <laughs> and I was like, that is a really. I I kept talking. I watched this with our friend, and I said Auntie Julie hair, and I kept saying to him, "No, you don't understand." To, to describe your hair as like your aunt Julie is really funny, and it, he was complete, she was completely right. It did look like someone's auntie's hair. Is she is she the fun aunt? Yeah, completely like wacky aunt Julie. It's yeah. totally that. Where is wacky aunt Julie? Like oh, like oh, mom, dad, I really want to go to like the fun fair that's inside. Oh, aunt Julie yeah. will take you to that. Aunt Julie will take you. And then you know, just because I think we don't want to go into every everyone's critiques, I just will note that when they were critiquing this outfit. Uh, they really made me laugh, the judges. Alan said that she was dressed as a wizard. <laughs> and Michelle said she looked like Superman's mom. <laughs> that Honestly, between Aunt Julie and Superman's mom, this look has le- now gone like way up in my estimate. Yeah. I know she didn't look great, but like it's now solidified in my brain as like an iconic look. Superman's mom is the funniest thing I have ever heard. What, just on that planet? Yeah. Like, welcome home. (laughs) Completely. You have the power to save mankind, child. Fly away, or whatever it is. In the Fortress of Solitude? Is that where they see them? I don't know. But. All I know is I just love those three villains from Superman 2. Oh, the ones that fly off in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, next up we have Vanity Milan. So she is in a lilac sheer dress. Mm. Yeah, I think the judges put it best. It's like, it's good. It's yeah. not great. It's not shit. It's, yeah, it's good. It's a pretty dress. Well, they they got they just talked about her, her hair wasn't big enough, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which, I, you know, I, I get it, but I, I think she looked, I think she looked totally fine in a, in a positive way, because fine can be quite dismissive, but I think she really did just look fine. Yeah. Okay, who have we got next, babe? Next is Kitty, Kitty Scott Claus. Mm-hmm. So she comes out in that Material Girl, Marilyn kind of inspired look. Now, this was a real kind of, from afar, it looked, it was a really fun look. Um, and then I think, yeah, once you kind of saw it up close, it was a little like, ooh, yikes. But yeah. well, well, and again, her wig was also too small. Well, Michelle mentioned the the corset. Yeah. At times you could see the black corset. Um, and one of them, I don't know who it was. I think it was Rue did the great, like, gentlemen's prefer blondes, gentlemen's prefer hose or something like that. <laughs> right. But I do think on the whole, it was a fun, it was a fun look. Yeah. It's, a fu- it's like a classic look. It is. I do think it's hard and I'm saying this as both a, a queen and a designer. Uh-huh. Um, and a makeup artist. And a milliner. Um, <laughs> milliner. Um, <laughs> when you hear like red carpet showstoppers, it is quite easy just to go route one. Yes. Do you know what I mean? To do, yeah, like a full on. A Marilyn look is pretty obvi. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, like route one for our American yeah, listeners. But because I, again, because I love Kitty, I'm, I'm just giving her a full pass because <laughs> I love her. Crystal Versace. Yes. Um, she's in what I've described as a green emerald city dress. Yes. And her, she's got this breastplate that's just out. It's very, if JLo was in Emerald City. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh like, my God. But she'd be like the keeper. No, wait. Or if like, or if Donna, if Donatella Versace ran her business from the Emerald City. That yes. would be one of the gowns you'd see in the Versace Emerald City oh my God. boutique. <laughs> I would not put it past my girl Donatella to do a whole collection based on the Emerald City. I, I'd buy it. Oh my God. Or I'd want to buy it. <laughs> oh, tell you what, the fact that Versace fashion shows last week with Dua Lipa, I, oh my God, so, so amazing. <laughs> Too many of your favorite things combined. Yeah. Oh my God. So much pink and glitter and I, I want everything. Um, also there's a great shot of, um, 
Donatella backstage in full denim, just smoking a cigarette. Yeah, indoors. I, saw that. I, I did see, did you see there was some pretty funny things on the internet of Crystal's look where people were talking about <laughs> how it lo- looked like a doll's head, a slightly too small doll's head was put on a bigger doll's body because the <laughs> breastplate was so big. And then I saw someone had resized a picture and made her head even smaller. And it was very funny. <laughs> a little parakeet head. <laughs> Who have we got next? So next up is River Medway. So she's in kind of this this purple gown, mm. but it's kind of a strange. It's not not a great dress, but she's got Anna Nicole Smith hair. Yes, exactly. What full, I full Anna Nicole hair, and I really liked the blonde hair on her. And she had the her makeup was kind of like she has huge eyelashes. She kind of looked like an Anna Nicole Smith kind of look. And I I didn't like the dress, but I liked the overall presentation got it's it fun. the dress was a little bit like some curtains yes or or like when ariel just gets onto land and the little mermaid and she has to fashion that dress out of the sail the, the sail <laughs> it's that meets curtains meets like a vivian westwood right. and i'm being a little generous with the latter oh um, speaking of ariel's dress mm-hmm. i feel like i've talked to you about this before but that dress she wears at the end when she comes out of the sea in the purple and king triton uses his trident and makes her like a purple sparkly dress she comes out of the ocean to like, it's when he gives her her legs back to go to Eric and she comes out in this purple. It's literally a, like a drag, it's a drag dress and it's gorgeous. Mm. And I would love to recreate that one day. Should I try and do my aerial impression? Go for it. Disney don't sue us. I can actually do a really good impression of Scuttle the seagull. Of as course, well. you can. <laughs> it's where he looks through the he looks through the, the porthole of the boat and sees that it's Ursula, and he goes back and he's trying to explain it. And he goes, "The witch, the witch, the witch was watching the mirror." Pretty good. <laughs> oh, and I can do him singing. I can do him singing during "Kiss the Girl." Are you ready? Okay. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I can just do Ursula with my personality. <laughs> so, coming up next, we have yeah. Ronnie G oh. in yellow taffeta loved Ronnie G's okay. overall Okay, talk, talk me through it. Talk me through it. I mean, well, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about that. There was a couple of things I didn't like, but what I did like, her hair was amazing. The Kylie Minogue reference hair was really fun. And I loved that <laughs> Alan Carr called her Jennifer Gay. Cause she did actually look like Jennifer Gray. <laughs> she did. Like she looked just like her and her dress, her dress was again, very fun to look at. And I think when you zoom in and get into the details, there were some issues, but Overall, just as a look, big hair, like a short dress, but with loads of frills and like, she just looked really fun. And you know, Ronnie G's professional, but not often fun. So I enjoyed seeing, like yeah. having fun and looking at her. Her hair is a little bit like a lighter version of the, the first Lady Gaga, Tony Bennett album cover. Do you wow, know that, that specific image reference. of Lady Gaga was like, like cheek to cheek with yes. Tony Bennett. And she's just wearing this baffling, huge wig <laughs> that looks like a prop wig. Right. Um, so that's where I went with it. Sure. Yeah, this was fun. This was fine. Kylie, really? Mm, not sure. Okay. So next up we had Charity Case. So she, okay. She was in a custom fringe 1920s orange dress. The color, gorge. She had a koi I headdress. Loved this look. And she had, 50,000 rhinestones, she said. And she's made this herself. Yeah. I'm sorry, but the judges, the, their critiques of this outfit it is bullshit. Yeah. I thought she looked so, so, so good. And I love that. I get that in the challenge, she had to dress in the, in, you know, the style of the challenge. But I love that this was not a spooky horror look. Yeah. She's showing, I, I, I really like, was really impressed with this look. And I'm kind of annoyed that they... It's like, fine, talk about her performance, but don't also throw in an outfit nitpick just so that it seems like a rounded critique. Cause I don't, I don't concur with that. I oh. thought she looked great. Also, she made it herself. When someone does a 1920s flapper look, it can be kind of annoying, but I thought it was beautiful. And yeah. I love the koi headdress. I think she describes the color as like a what's-it. She did. <laughs> she so, did. So American listeners, a what's-it is a, is basically the UK equivalent of a Cheeto. Yes, it's, it's exactly it. Yeah. Oh, do you like a Watson? I love a Watson. Oh my god, your fingers after a Watson. Ooh. Oh, mm. right. Elle of a day. She was in a peach pink satin dress, and I just wrote, "Hmm." Now, Ella's taste level, I just don't think is there. Yeah, she. Yeah, it's kind of like a. She looked like kind of a a wartime old lady. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it was I wasn't into this. But I did. Alan. Alan was really on a roll. He called her Rita Gayworth. 
and you he's just, really good. And you know, Alan, like he's just he's just saying these things. Oh. Like nothing is written for him here. You do not. He doesn't need like he. I've worked with many things with him, and he like yeah, he's that good that he can just come up with the dumbest, funniest stuff like off the cuff. He's so funny. And then finally, we've got Vicky Scone in a red oh. dress. Oh no, if I missed someone, oh, no, I missed Miss Scarlet. 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 Yeah, I don't remember her dress. She did. She was wearing like a red, a red kind of glittery gown, and she did a very like coy. She did a very coy runway presentation. She was kind of like coming out and just kind of being like, "Ooh," she was being very, yeah, very coy, and it was like interesting, an interesting choice. I liked it because it was kind of everyone else was being really big and flashy and over the top, and she was kind of doing this like, "Ooh, look at me" act. And I really liked it. I am slightly worried. And again, this is coming from me as a world-class makeup artist. Mm -hmm. I am a little worried about how white she makes her face when she's in drag. She's, Mm. she's, she's verging on it being a little kabuki and, and not. And worrying. So does same with Vicky Scon. Mm. She has some moments. Speaking of Vicky Scon, she comes in a red dress. I just, I mean, last week's looks were so good. Yeah, and she's wearing Teresa's trainers <laughs> slash translation sneakers. I love that. Do you think it's because she wanted to at least make them red? So she was like, "Does anyone have any red, like any red Maybe. shoes?" And I love the idea that Teresa's like, "I got these trainers you can wear." Oh. I thought that was really funny. No, but she, no, but she uh, because of her niche. No, no, I know, but I yeah. meant like. I like that she was like, no, I'm not just going to wear trainers. They have to be red to match the right, dress. Right, right, That's right, what right, I liked right. about it. <laughs> so that was the runway. Now, who have we got that's safe? We've got Chariza, River, Ella, Scarlet, and Vicky. They are safe. Hard disagree on Chariza. She should have been in the top. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. I hear she you. really should have been. So that means in the tops and bottoms... Um, we've got Electra, Vanity, Kitty, Crystal, Ronnie G, Charity Case. We've covered a lot of the judges stuff here. Yeah. Do you want to run through anything else? Anything of note? Um, I mean, this is a pretty good, pretty good, like judging thing for, for Ronnie. They're very positive about Ronnie. Um, oh yeah, it's professional aware of the other yeah. team members. Yeah. Nice, nice stuff for Ronnie. I, yeah. I, again, I just really disagree with the, the charity outfit critique but fair enough yeah maybe she did flail in the in the challenge a little bit and then i don't really quite understand what their problem was with vanity in the challenge like she was i felt like there was such a level of everyone being the same in that that i don't think she stood out as like oh my god that orange wig made her unintelligible but the dress didn't make any sense no, that's it true. was baffling she was in like a, a, a metallic silver dress club dress <laughs> she just in general and she notes it she's she, they say she's flying under the radar. She mm. just hasn't quite shown. I, I think they they know that she's got a lot more, yeah. and she just hasn't quite shown it yet. And I think I think she shows it in a minute. Oh, okay. We'll I get to really it. We'll answer. get to it. Yeah. Um, Electra, they said, too ahead of the beat. Like she's got so much adrenaline. <laughs> and then obviously we talked about the dress. Um, <laughs> oh, well, just let's just stop for one second okay. to mention Superman's mom again because it's the funniest critique I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh, I hope she honestly wears that outfit like forever. For every show she ever does, she brings that outfit out and says, I'm Superman's mom, Aunt Julie. (laughs) Yeah, she should do like a whole photo shoot. 100%. Like on Krypton or wherever it was. So... A little bit of untucking backstage. Yeah. There's, there's not, this, this wasn't, the main thing I got from this untucked is that Vanity gets really upset because she said the last thing she wants to do is lip sync against Electra because the two of them are tight. Mm. And that was, that was just a very sweet moment. They're, they're generally a really sweet bunch, this series. There's not a lot of cattiness and kind of, tension i think that they seem genuinely like really supportive of each other well talking of that that sweetness Teresa's crying mm. because vanity's upset yeah so like, she's crying for someone else's upset i'm like oh my girl yeah and um, in general i thought crystal here is very humble christopher sachi yeah. she's like and i so I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that she's not um, maybe what one might assume a 19 year old queen to be. Yeah. Also big shout out to the, the lukewarm orange juice cocktails. Yeah. Ooh, that warm, warm, you know, it's long life orange juice from like Tesco. UHT. It's definitely, it's that long life orange juice. That's not, yeah. doesn't need to be refrigerated until it's been opened. You know, it's that yeah. warm room temperature. Unbranded yes. cartons. <laughs> yes, completely value the, with the blue stripes on it. Oh yeah. I know it. I know it well. Um, Ella here is also disappointed and she blames her teammates i hard disagree well i would blame her team day i would blame blame i would blame her teammates for the challenge but not for the runway yeah okay 
elimination. Yes. What's so, going on, babe? So the bottom two is going to be Electrofence and Vanity Milan. Mm-hmm. So the the worst thing has come true. And the winner for a second time is Crystal Versace. No, I I didn't think it was going to be. I thought no. it was going to be Kitty. Yeah, me too. I, I guess maybe Kitty's runway just quite didn't quite tip her over the edge because there was a couple of things wrong with it. Yeah, but I don't think Crystal was Crystal was did a solid effort in the challenge. Mm, I I think I I think Kitty was robbed. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. Oh my god. Okay, but Kitty's safe. So that's all that matters. As is Ronnie G. Let's talk about this lip sync song. I'm I, sorry. Okay, okay. I'm okay. sorry. So. Lip syncing for for their lives is Electro Fence Vanity to Milan. The song is Moving on up, moving on down, time to make rain. Nothing can stop me. Moving on up, moving on up. So that is M people, and quite specifically the vocalist Heather Smalls. Is she a thing in the US? Heather Small. Heather Small. No. Were M people? In fact, I very much producer Brie texts us right now. <laughs> Have you heard this song before? Do you know M people? We are patiently looking yeah. at our inbox. I implore you to listen to M people. They've got this song and then that one that's called One Night in Heaven, One, one Night in, in Heaven. heaven. They've and people have some super fun 90s songs. No, wait a minute. Who am I thinking of the song Life? Oh, Life. Desiree. Oh, Desiree. <laughs> that song was a thing here. Okay, Brie, she's texted us. She said, sounded familiar. <laughs> Maybe she's saying our performance didn't quite, <laughs> didn't quite capture the, the, the beauty of M people. Do you, think, do you think our performance sounded familiar to the, the, the lip sync on the show? That's what she's saying. They also, M people did a song, they did a slowed down ballad that was very popular in the 90s. Search for the hero inside yourself. And then Heather Small, the lead singer, had her own song, What Have You Done Not Today to Make You Feel Proud? <laughs> Which is always rolled out at like, I don't know, if, if London wanted to host the Olympics, oh, Heather Small, sing that song. I'm going to play that song over <laughs> like the footage of the Thames or whatever. <laughs> so, Needless to say, Moving On Off is a fucking jam. So this is, yeah, this is going to be Electrofence versus Vanity Milan. So I thought this was a really interesting lip sync because some of the, some of the maybe issues that you felt were Electra, holding Electra back last week really kind of came to the forefront for this one. Where you, what do you mean? So I think you were saying that her face is just very like unengaged yes. in a lip sync, but her tricks are really amazing. Mm-hmm. But because we've seen that, I feel like she started doing her tricks and it kind of became like, I became very fixated on vanity because she was doing, she did some tricks, but she was doing a real, like she was really drawing you in with her face and the, and like the actual lip syncing of it all. She really like did it. Also vanity. She did some tricks, but she did like a beautiful slide into a split. That was gorgeous. So in the, in the, in the sense that electrofence is quite jerky and a little bit ventrilo, not ventriloquist, but like she's got very frenetic energy. Yeah. But like, what's, what's that? Like you, you go to the circus and people put them in a box. What's that called again? Contortionist. Contortionist. <laughs> and it's a little bit like, Oh, I feel sore watching you, but I'm yeah. impressed. Vanity Milan, the way she just slid into that split. Smooth. Oh yeah. Gorgeous. She also, did you notice she did the, the windmill? At one point, she does the arm windmill, my favorite drag queen move. Oh, yeah. You did that the other week, didn't did. you? What song did you do it to? To uh, When I Grow Up by the Pussycat Dolls. And I did it on this shoulder, which is the one that I have an injury on. <laughs> uh, listeners out there, that is Fraser's left shoulder. So if you do see Fraser in person, do yeah. avoid that shoulder. Don't, don't let me do the drag queen windmill with my rotator cuff injury. I keep one, doing it. One thing Electrofence did do that I thought was super impress- impressive. She did like a backwards roll into standing. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Although... Okay, I'm going to say this as a short person, okay. as you pointed out last week. I guess it's easier if you're shorter, because mm. you're closer to the ground. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd say so. You've got less limbs to kind of navigate as well. Yeah. Um, but in general, I just thought Vanity was really captivating in this lip sync. And again, this is one of those things where it sometimes is a bit of an empty thing where people say like, if I'm going to lip sync this week, I'm going to finally show people what I've got. And But I actually think she genuinely does seem like she's been holding back and in the lip sync got to show like, Oh no, I am like actually 
good. Yes. Also, just to go back, and I hope she's fired up for next week. Sorry, to go back what you're saying about the hair flip, I mm. just remembered it kind of answered the critique of your hair is too small. Yeah. So when she flipped her hair around the circles, it got bigger. Ugh. So it's almost like I've taken your note yeah. and I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to turn it to performance, which yeah. I always love. Yeah. I, I definitely was feeling like when we started this show that I was like, oh, Vanity, like, okay, I, I'm, I'm not sure where she's going to go, but I feel like this lip sync made me super excited for her. I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, I hope she's kind of like takes it into this, all this kind of stuff moving forward. I don't want this to be like a, you know, lip sync and then she has to do it again next week. I hear you. But um, I do think that in general, mm-hmm. one of my concerns is that, you know, I was saying sometimes I feel like the lip syncs aren't as flashy as the US lip syncs. Uh, and I, my one concern maybe is that we're getting quite a lot of flashy lip syncs early on yes. because we're getting like the, the good dancers are in the bottom. Yeah. So I'm still, I was just, you know, just putting a little note out there that I'm a little concerned about some of the lip syncs moving forward. Because, you, yeah, you make a good point because we've got Electra breakdancing here. And Michelle's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. we, uh, and then it ends with Electra leaping off the front of the stage. Yeah. Just sort of that, that I don't know, that COVID separation. That void. <laughs> that void in between the, the judging panel and the stage. <laughs> Has that happened before? Yeah. It's actually, I think it might be a little, a little frowned upon to, uh, to get off the stage just in terms of Why? like, cause I think, I can't remember where I heard this from before, but there's definitely, I think it's like not lit and kind of like, oh. not. I think it's actually like kind of annoying for everyone if they get off the stage. <laughs> Is it like on X Factor, if a performer goes up to the judging panel and does yeah. like a sexy crawl along the desk, <laughs> yes. that kind of thing. Exactly. And Lou is like, oh, Ah, you're in my face. Oh, loved it. <laughs> Shout out to X Factor, RIP. Shout out to Louis Walsh. Oh. He's not dead. <laughs> he should have said that. The show is dead. Louis is not. Okay. <laughs> so at the end of that, babes, what happened? So Electra is told to sashay away. Yeah. And Vanity is staying for another week. And then, then, and then, well, then we heard <laughs> some really echoey claps. Yeah. <laughs> like in the studio. I was like, oh, yeah. it's like, they didn't mix that. Um, also here, yeah. so with Electra walking away, she gave a very sincere speech. Where she said the same thing a couple of times. Well, yeah, I felt like, I, I felt like she just was not prepared. I thought she was making it up on the spot. And I, it, it was so sincere. I thought, oh, there's going to be a punchline. Yeah. So it was essentially like, I just want to say <laughs> from the heart, being here was, was a big deal and it made my heart beat. But my heart is never going to stop for the love of drag. And don't you forget that. Exactly. Yeah. It's like being here is a big deal. And the the deal is big because actually it's a big deal that I've dealt this big thing. And my heart (laughs) is beating so I can breathe. And I live and breathe everything that's happened, but also drag (laughs) moving forward next. (laughs) And everyone's like. (laughs) Okay. Then we get a little a little Vicky Scone cliffhanger for the episode. I mean, they had COVID last season. They had to have something yeah, this season, so, didn't they? Yeah, this is the this is the old um... Fraser right now has closed his eyes and he's trying to remember the phrase that he's looking for. <laughs> is this is this because this has happened before? Yes, this okay. happened to. Oh my god, I can't think of any. I can't think of her name because Electra Fence is the only name that's in my head. That's fine. Eureka. Eureka. This happened to Eureka in her season. She had a knee injury during a cheerleading thing. Then she got sent home and then came back the next season. She Mm. did a Ronnie G. She was the original Ronnie G. Oh, got it. Ronnie Ronnie G. O. G. However, the fact that that Rue said, like, we're going to keep an eye on it and make a decision for next week, to me feels like maybe this is just a false cliffhanger. A red herring. Yeah, I think this was a red herring. Because, although, did you did you notice that they, so they give Victoria this very serious thing of, like, we just want to make sure that your, you know, your health is the priority, this, this, and this. And then, like, Rue's like, okay, let the music play. And did you notice that at this point, Vicky Scott lifted up her dress and just waved her injured knee at the yes! judges? <laughs> She's so funny. She's really good. She's, she's a real old hoofer, isn't she? And I, I love it. And I, yeah, on the, the coming up next week, obviously I scoured all the images Me to too. see if you could see Vicky's gun. But those producers know what they're doing. Yeah, I felt like the shots were really wild. It was just like, zoom in on this, zoom in on that. And it was like, oh, oh, really just, it was all just tight close ups. There wasn't one single like wide shot of the whole group, which you normally get. 
And speaking of next week, they're going to be doing some camping looks. Oh, God. <laughs> I love when they have to make their own outfits on Drag Race. It's the spirit of Drag Race. It's like the old spirit of the show. I just, yeah, I look, I agree. And look, as a young gay who had camping Barbie yeah. um, and her tent, I just, I just, the camping aesthetic I'm not excited yeah. for. Big predictions for someone using sleeping bag material and them <laughs> saying you didn't really like, it's pretty obvious just to use sleeping bag material as material. So that, that's going to happen definitely next well, week. Well, it looked like Ella of a Day was like holding up, I don't know, some a tarpaulin, shall we say, <laughs> yeah. giant sheet of plastic. I'm like, can I make out a dress, a dress out of this? And someone's like, eee, no. but, that, but that's better than making it out of a sleeping bag. Speaking of which, I'm aware that we're running on, but this, we're nearly done. I just have to tell you, I had a sleeping bag from Argos, shout out to Argos, the store in the 90s, that was a pattern that I actually can't even describe to you, but I wish I could have a whole outfit made out of it. It was like <laughs> kind of galaxy before galaxy was a thing. Like now it was purple. It had swirls in it. It was the most 90s sleeping bag think, ever. And I fucking love it. I think I had the same sleeping yeah, bag. It was, I, I wish I could have like a jumper made out of it now. It would be so good. Okay. I'm going to look for that material okay, we in my own time. <laughs> Right. And that is pretty much it. Any final thoughts, babes, in this episode? I have to say I am continuing. I was very hyped last week about the show coming back and kind of like had really good feelings about it. And I still feel that way. I feel like it's a really fun, different, good bunch. I'm still super excited. (laughs) A good bunch. It is. Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap UK. This episode was produced by Bree Weiss. If you've got something to say, get in touch. Drop us an email at dragracerecapuk at afterthought.media. Yes, and please listen to us on our podcast, You're Welcome America. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and all those good places. And follow us on our Instagram. We're at You're Welcome America, which is the letters You Are Welcome America. For bonus Drag Race UK content and more, support the show over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Drag Race Recap UK is an Afterthought Media podcast.